Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. You can email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And Bob is Bob Shorey. He's one of the MCSEs that works at Tab, comes in and helps me out, helping you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. And we're going to be here until 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. Usually the 9 o'clock hour is easier. Everybody seems to wake up at 10, but the 9 o'clock hour, we have more open phones, especially in the summertime. Uh, now that it's technically not summer anymore. Uh, we'll see what happens. But feel free to get online early, 1-800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC. As usual and customary, we do have some technology news for you. Uh, electric cars are something that is interesting when it comes to technology. And uh, Tesla's uh, closest rival, the Chevy Bolt, the uh, Tesla Model 3 rival, supposedly, the Chevy, Chevy Bolt has suffered from faulty batteries. Um, the early run of that car, uh, there's about 1% of them, according to General Motors, where they need you to bring it on in and get your battery changed out because you could find yourself thinking you have a full charge and then you just die in the road. Kind of like a computer that when the battery's ready to die, it says it's fully charged, but it only runs for a couple minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and so they've got an example about a, about 100 vehicles, which is 1% of uh, Chevy's uh, fleet. So it's still a very small number of cars that they're even selling. Um, you could find that your your car indicated a, 100-mile range, but it was more like instant dead. Like 10? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, if you're an early adopter, uh, you know, one of those things about being an early adopter is you get to deal with all the problems of being the on the bleeding edge, we call it, of technology. You get to be a beta tester. Yeah. So go check your bolt out. Um, uh, you probably got a notice from, from uh, GM. This was kind of interesting because I've had a long discussion with some Tesla owners about uh, – you know, of course, Tesla wants to have a dealership. Uh, no, they want to sell direct in Connecticut, and everyone's fighting them selling direct. Uh, Tesla says, "Hey, we can just ship it direct. These things don't have any maintenance issues. You know, you're not going to need a dealership to make take, make sure your car works well." Well, month, this is an interesting article. Tesla removed ludicrous mode restrictions. So what that means is it's called crippleware. They had restricted the ability of a Tesla owner to punch it. Not punch it physically. Pedal to the metal. Or pedal to the plastic. Whatever they're doing. Floor. Floor. <laughs> Whatever it is. They they had restrictions on it. Now you ask yourself, wait a minute. This is an electric car with no troubles. This thing doesn't have any moving parts. It's not going to need a, a dealership to maintain it. Why, Bob, why would they have a restriction on your ability to punch it? So you couldn't do spin-outs. Or peel out or spin your tires and smoke them. (laughs) (laughs) You want to know why they had the restriction? They had the restriction as a way to prevent excessive wear on components 
It had issues. Uh, they wanted to protect any accelerated wear on the motor, huh? Gearbox, hmm, and the battery. So maybe these things do need maintenance. Is my point. The point that you'd actually have cripple wear. We've talked about this on the past too. Remember the Samsung Galaxy, whatever that was blowing up the seven, I think. Eventually, Samsung crippled it, making the battery impossible to charge. They just gave a little update and said, "Huh, your battery's broken." Yeah. Right. Well, first they put out a little cripple wear that just mildly crippled it, that right. so that you couldn't give it a full charge, which right. would cause it to overheat and blow up. Which is good. You want, they <laughs> want to protect their people from catching fire, but they then eventually forced them to finally turn them in because they were they called right. them back. Tesla literally, you buy an eighty thousand dollar car and you can't punch it. Now you you had to set it in certain modes. Yeah, but I hate to say it, but they were promoting the performance of the car as well. Exactly. And then they're throttling back the performance of the car. <laughs> to protect it from wear on the gearbox and battery, which, again, they're, they're arguing they don't need a dealership. Well, because... every gearhead knows that, you know, when you punch it all the time, you know, you blow up the gear drain, the, well, the gearbox. Well, yeah, according to them, they wanted to protect it from accelerated wear of the motor, gearbox, and battery. So I found that kind of disingenuous. A, to cripple your car for the per- people who want to buy it and show it off. Obviously, going zero to 60 in two seconds is really cool. Uh, but to actually restrict it but is a problem. you've got to understand their philosophy must have been something like you buy it because it looks like it's cool and fast. <laughs> well, it is cool But you've got to drive it like a little old lady from Pasadena. Because they don't want it to wear out. <laughs> don't let your car wear out. So I'll put that link up there. You can take a look at it. Now, finally, Tesla has removed that restriction um, from ludicrous mode, that mode you paid extra for. <laughs> you know, that them. sounds like ludicrous mode was like in some movie somewhere. Spaceballs. Spaceballs, yes. that's right. <laughs> <laughs> ludicrous speed. <laughs> it is ludicrous. No, that's, when you when you punch a, an electric motor of any kind, your, your, your torque is they instant. They go, oh, yeah, they, get, they just fly. Well, you know, I used to run machines. Yeah. And you know what I mean? When you uh, push the button and if you had the speed turned up, there would go. That puppy went right now. Yeah. But again, we'll see what happens here. They, they argue they don't need dealerships because they don't have any maintenance issues. But why would you cripple the car on purpose to protect it from gearbox and battery damage within the mode you offer? It's a little bit of a convoluted problem. Well, it tells me that they didn't make the gearbox strong enough. For ludicrous mode. Correct. Because <laughs> they needed it to be bigger and stronger, which would make it heavier. Oh, yeah. Which well, would re- reduce your mileage. And, of course, damage your battery. Because every time you use your the Tesla ba- the battery, you lose a little bit of ability to go further and further. Very slightly, but it keeps reducing the... And, of course, you punch it that like that. Things wear out. Mode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what? If you want to play, you got to pay. Exactly. <laughs> well, we'll put the link up there for you guys so those of you who have Teslas can read about it. You probably are aware of it. In other news, you guys heard about that fight, right? Mayweather-McGregor? You hear about that? No? Yeah, I heard about okay. it. Okay. <laughs> Bob's like giving me crickets here. Uh, I didn't get a chance to watch it. I didn't want to pay for the stream. It turns out tons of people paid for the stream and didn't get the stream. So Showtime is being sued, uh, class action. Uh, not class action yet. Um, uh, but uh, basically this guy is complaining the fact that he had very poor uh, streaming service to watch the fight. He's plunked his 200 bucks down and is, uh, I'm sorry, 900 bucks down. Uh, 900 $99 down, and uh, he uh, couldn't watch the fight. Now, this is a this is one of those fights that I guess if you're a big fight watcher, that is one of those things that you, you know, it's an event like the Super Bowl or the or the World Series. You know, it's something that you wanted Ali to watch Frazier. live. 
Yeah, yeah. Ali Foreman. Right. You wanted to watch it live. And in the old days of technology, what did we do? We broadcast it, and guess what it always did? Worked. Well, in this case, they use a stream where they're sending all these streams out to individuals through the Internet. And, of course, sometimes your bandwidth is affected between point A and point B. And this guy is suing Showtime because clearly their streaming service wasn't ready for primetime. And uh, they checked Twitter, and many, many people had an issue with this fight. So this is the year 2017, and we still can't figure out. Ali Frazier, they figured it out. You watched it, right? The Thriller in Manila, whatever that was. You could see it in the 70s. I mean, you could watch that fight. Well, not only that, but later when they came up with uh, uh, the fights that they wanted only, you know, to you to spend spend a lot of money. Right. Then you would go to a theater like the Civic Center or someplace like that right. and pay a lot of money to see it live. Sure. But you would pay for this closed yeah. circuit. Or, or what do we have to do in the old days? Pay-per-view through your cable company. And that generally worked, too. That came later, yeah, but it worked. Streaming is clearly not ready for prime time through Showtime. So, well, it couldn't be because they're throttling the bandwidth. Well, <laughs> net neutrality says even your high, even your fight is not priority to us. Uh, the other issue with this this fight was it was pirated like crazy. I mean, I don't know how many stories I've heard from college kids, quote unquote, that got to watch this fight for free. So there's some big issues, and it looks like the FBI is looking into that. Um, as far as the IP addresses that we're looking at this type of thing, because um, obviously Showtime lost a lot of money on the folks. And, of course, you impacted their stream by watching it for free. <laughs> so uh, it's a big mess. And uh, we'll see how this goes with this lawsuit. All right. One last story. We'll, we'll uh, talk about something that goes back from my childhood. And we are back. This is Computer Talk. We're here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. We have a couple lines open for you. 800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC. Hey, if you tried to watch that fight, you know, the McGregor fight there, and you had trouble with your stream, let us know. It is frustrating, right? Nothing like having your stream break up while you're trying to watch an actual live thing. Well, especially if you paid... 99 bucks? <laughs> yeah, you know, cold, hard cash. Yeah, if you didn't pay for it, and don't come complaining to me. All right, let's go on to uh, Chuck and Durham. Hey, Chuck, what's up? Hey, good morning, guys. How are you doing? Good, how are you? The other day, I heard you talking to people about uh, updating uh, updates to Windows 10. Yes. Some people were having disastrous problems. So uh, I have a question and then a follow-up. Has that issue been uh, identified specifically and and resolved? Not really. I'll start with that first question before you ask the second one. That's a follow-up. Um, yeah, there are people who have who updated from Windows Seven to Windows Ten. Either That's me. Okay. So remember, Microsoft gave you that free update and said, "Hey, update, update," and they banged on you for a year to update, and you finally did. Probably. The problem people are seeming to have is their older Windows Seven style machines that were updated are finding that certain aspects of them now are not working with the later updates of Windows Ten. Almost like Microsoft was happy to make sure you got to 10 from 7, but now they're like, eh, if Chuck's got an issue with his video card or his sound card, eh, maybe he'll go out and buy a new computer. Okay, so, so be careful. If, I, if I tell you my the processor or some component of my PC, you can't tell me whether I'll make right. it or not. Correct, I can't. Um, I can tell you, though, if you do have an issue, 
which we suspect will be an issue with sound or video, something odd like that. It's probably due to the fact that the Windows 10 change is not taking into account that older style um, piece of hardware that was compatible when Microsoft forced it down your throat, but for some reason becomes not compatible now. (laughs) I don't know why. Um, So you won't know until you get there. That's great. Yeah, no, no, I know, I know. Um, again, it shouldn't be an issue. This shouldn't be a problem, right? Because they had already uh, done their test and said, Chuck, your system can upgrade. Now, even during that whole process, when that occurred, we would have people whose updates wouldn't even finish because even though Microsoft said they were compatible, their systems choked on it or didn't or didn't have a piece that was compatible. So you had all sorts of issues with machines breaking or not coming back after the update. So it's, it shouldn't be too much of a surprise. Um, how old is your machine, Chuck? Um, it's like five years old, you know, mm-hmm. just where you tell me to replace it. Eventually, yeah. Yeah, and but it was a, you know, it came from a computer shop yeah. uh, not far from you guys. Okay. And it was a pretty decent machine at the time. Of course. Uh, but it, um, the video, I think, is in the motherboard, so, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> You won't know until it happens. You won't know until it happens. So so the key will be, if you do have an issue when you update your Windows 10 for whatever reason, you know you should keep your updates current for security reasons and I all sorts of reasons. I have been doing that. Good. Uh, if you do have an issue, you need then to find the component that's giving you the problem and see if there is a specific patch or fix or update for that component making it compatible with Windows 10. And that's the biggest problem, right? Which component and where do you look? Do you even know the manufacturer of your motherboard? I do. Good. I so, can actually bring it back to the shop who built it. That's great. said, here's, here's my checkbook. Yeah. <laughs> That'll work. And they could always sell you an external component, right? So if an onboard motherboard component doesn't work, they could sell you a separate so video. The machine card. doesn't brick. Yeah, generally, it won't brick. Correct. Generally, what we've been seeing is uh, odd things that stop working, like sound or video issues. We don't... I have not seen a brick. Have you, Bob? No. No. So okay. it's more of a nuisance stuff that things are stopped. Portions of the computer don't seem to operate the way they were before the update. Typically, okay. I go out to the manufacturer of whatever the device is and find the uh, driver from the manufacturer and not from Microsoft. Right. And that might solve the issue. All right. So here's the related question. All right. So about a year ago, I uh, felt the... Uh, uh, the need, and I went out and bought a, a laptop, yeah. which is one year old and sitting in my bedroom unused. Wow. Right. Hmm. So I was going to try and get all of my data off my main machine onto my laptop, and what are your suggestions on how to do that? If it's just data, I mean... Yeah, what... that's all. I mean, all the programs I can download myself. Okay, what would you suggest, Bob? What would be? I would suggest that you get, go out and get a USB drive or a, a good size uh, thumb drive. If uh, depending on how much data you have, if you have a lot, I just go out and get a little USB drive. The terabyte drives aren't even that expensive anymore. What are they just about sixty, seventy bucks? Uh, t- thumb drive, huh? A big enough one that'll cover your data. Yeah, I mean, it may be a removable drive. It might be like uh, three inches by four inches or something like that. Uh, yeah, a little credit like pocket a, size. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. And then uh, just you know, copy and paste. Yeah, even a terabyte one isn't considered that big by today's standards, and they're not that expensive. So, all right. And then just copy it to the drive, then copy it to your laptop. Now you've also got a backup of that data. Yeah, well, it's you know, supposedly I'm backed up, but I never trust my backups. Smart man. Um, yeah. 
always assume it's not backing up and keep being paranoid. And you want at least two, uh, two, two shots. copies. There yeah. are two copies, but they're physically in the same place, unfortunately. Ah, yes. So a USB drive sounds like the ideal solution for you. Okay. Go out and get a, a new USB drive, like yeah. a backup drive. And just, yeah. Just back up the whole thing. Well, don't back it up. Copy it. If you back it up using a backup tool, it's going to cause trouble for you. I would just take your directories and copy and paste and just move them and move them back. That way they'll be native as far as their format. All right. All right, Chuck. That sounds it for me. All right, good luck. I don't have a Tesla, so we're done. All right, very good. I can't help you there anyways. All right, bye-bye. We're going to be here until 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC. We have three lines open for you. We'll be right back after the news. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We're going to be here until 11 o'clock. couple lines open for you, 800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC. Let's go on to Mark in Weathersfield next. Hey, Mark, what's up? Good morning. Morning. Um, I had a question regarding, um, I had my phone, my phone was getting full and losing, it didn't have much storage capacity left. Yeah. So I had like 600 megabytes. Yeah. I transferred. I transferred about two something off the phone just to just to give me some space. Right. But, but what happened was when I my computer had about seven and a half gigs of free space. At the end of the transfer, it had fourteen and a half, like fourteen and a half, and <laughs> it's kind of strange. And I don't. I just was wondering how the heck something like that happened. Well, that doesn't sound right. No, it, it, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, so I, I'm only guessing you misread it. Um, if, if you didn't misread it, that's odd. You, you don't usually gain space by putting stuff on the drive. Yeah. So I would have to just assume the most obvious logical thing is you misread your initial starting space. Yeah. Um, that that, that you, you really don't didn't have as little as you thought you did. You had more than you thought you did, and you read it properly when you were done. Um, but I've no, I've never experienced the drive getting larger when you put stuff on it. How about yeah. you, Bob? Well, the only thing I can think of is uh, if you overwrote files with the same name, since the newer files were smaller than the old files you overwrote. Mm. But that's the only thing I could think of. I or mean, some weird maintenance routine ran just coincidentally after you did the. Uh, well, that's copy. entirely possible. Sometimes yeah. it runs uh, a maintenance routine and it creates temporary files. If you look at it while that's running, right. it can have more files on it. And then when it cleans itself up when it's done, right. then it's gone. Now, 14 gigs, Mark, is pretty small. I got more space on my phone now. Versus that that computer, so yeah, the, yeah, the computer. It's an older laptop that, um, yeah, I'm not sure what the capacity is, but um, yeah, it's got quite a, probably got a lot of stuff on it that, that I've transferred over the years. Yeah, and it's so the machine's not going to run real well when it's getting so tightly packed with data. I mean, you can run pretty full, but there's not a lot of room for the operating system to swap out memory or use space in that drive because you only have 14 gigs left. So keep that in mind that you got to do something about that. I would consider another storage target um, along with your laptop. How old is the laptop? I'm going to say maybe about four to five years. Huh. Yeah. 
So you have a lot of data on that thing then because four to five-year-old laptops probably had 500 or 1,000 gigabyte drives in them. Terabyte. Yeah. So if you only have 14 left. Um, yeah, about 14. Well, yeah, 14. Like I said, I thought I had seven, but but yeah, now I have 14. Um, I, I want to say that I probably, I think it's only like a 500 gigabyte okay. drive. Okay. Yeah. Just be- when you get down to a certain point, if it's a standard drive, the defragger won't work when you get less than 10%. Yeah, it can't move things around. So it can't move things around. Yeah, I've tried to yeah do cleanups or, or you know run programs tasks where yeah where you can uh, where that yeah they won't it won't it won't do it because the space is not enough space. Yeah. Right. So you move the data from your phone to the to the computer, and now you're going to clean it off your phone so you can operate again. So you only have that data in one place on a on a laptop whose hard drive is very packed. Yeah. So just be careful. If there's anything important on that laptop, I would contend it's at risk. Yeah, I did recently purchase a, um, um, a oh boy, I think at least a one terabyte drive um, that's about the size of like a little bit bigger than a wallet. Yeah. That um, has a, a newer cable, like the newer transfer type. Uh, yeah, USB. Yeah, and uh, I have been transferring some, you know, things onto that. Okay. To free up the uh, the computer, so but I know um, I probably should maybe transfer, maybe get another drive, yes, just to have multiple backups. Yes, sir. Okay, all right, gentlemen. Thanks. Have a good weekend. Yeah, all right, you too, Mark. Yeah, bye bye. Bye bye. Um, one of the things I heard with Hurricane Harvey were, were folks who wished they had prepared more for what was coming. And, you know, moving stuff to higher ground is obvious. But think about this even in your own experience with your data right now. I mean, you saw these folks go through this horrible uh, natural disaster. Think about, you know, if you lost, if your computer was under three feet of water or something like that. You know, if your backup is sitting on top of it, it's also destroyed. Um, so think about what, you're, what you would do. Um, there's a Irene out there in the ocean that I hear about that, Depending on the high pressure system. Is that Irene or Irma? Irma, whatever. They're all, yeah, Irma. Uh, Irene was last year. That's right. Um, Irma's out there. So you've got plenty of top of mind consideration here for the potential of something. Well, it may or may not reach us in two weeks. Right. You got 12 days, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So consider a little bit of preparedness. Let's go on to uh, Jim in Summers next. Hey, Jim. Jim, you there? Yeah, I'm here. What's up, sir? Yeah, I'm just wondering why um, Apple products and Google don't like each other. Um, They're sworn enemies. Yeah, well, you know, I have an iPad and iPhone, and no matter where I am and what I'm doing, I have the Google app. And I use it. It works fine for, like, probably maybe 10 minutes, maybe even five or sometimes three. And it just freezes up. And uh, no matter what I do, um, it, it you know, to try and get out of it, other than, you know, shutting it down and go to Yahoo, um, it, it, it always, 100% of the time, freezes up. Yeah. No matter uh, what Wi-Fi I'm using, whether I'm home or at work. Yeah. Um, it's almost and, like Jobs uh, is reaching you know, out from the grave. updating everything, and uh, yeah. it's still, you know, I, I always, and the thing I like about Google is it gives you, right off the bat, you type in Home Depot, it tells you right away the nearest one, the phone number, the website. And that's why I use it so much, and there's not another website out there or search engine that can do that like they can. 
Well, yeah, so it's back to which tool for the job. So what other aspects of the iPhone do you like versus that Google app, right? It comes down to weighing the technology. If you want right. your Google app to always work, head over to Android because it, right. it'll work. Um, I don't know why Apple would – I don't think they would cripple things. However, I'm just going to leave it out there with the however. Um they, these are sworn enemies, and I would assume Google would make it tough for an iPhone app to work. But I know they'd love to have uh, FaceTime on an Android. So um, it's up to you as far as what you use the tool for. All you can do is power cycle the phone more regularly. Um, I assume the app is updated, right, that you're using? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, it gives you the thing. up. You got the uh, app updates and stuff. I do that. Right. Actually, I think it's set for automatic. But Yeah, or, um, or find an Apple uh, solution that's a little – that's maybe not as good as the one you're using that won't keep freezing up on you. It's one of those. Yeah, have you heard of that before happening? Uh, I haven't heard of this particular issue happening, but you can almost look at anywhere on the Internet and find uh, back and forth when it comes to both Google and Apple and Microsoft. I mean, Microsoft was crippling, will cripple certain antivirus programs. I mean, they all do this stuff. Uh, it's 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 just the nature of the beast. I don't know I don't know that Apple's doing this on purpose, but I would contend that they would be happier to have you run an Apple product on their Apple phone than a Google product on their Apple phone. <laughs> yeah, like Safari, but Safari doesn't do what um Google does. Okay. Yeah, so one of those things you got to deal with uh, that's the whole thing about the ecostructure of ecosphere of Apple, you're stuck with it. You know, at least with Android you can be a little more uh open. There's other issues though with Android too. Yeah. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. All right, Jim. Right. Bye bye. You know, when you talk about uh, um, Android products, and even even when we talk about ecospheres, uh, my my uh, my wife just picked up a new vehicle, and uh, it has something called Android Auto, which is pretty cool. You can actually, it's got built-in navigation for from uh, uh, one of the big name navigating navigation software. Garmin. Yeah, I think it's a Garmin built-in, but that's junk as far as I'm concerned. I like Waze. Uh, because Waze is just awesome when it comes to how it tells me where I'm going. And, and you can now use Android Auto mm. on this Honda. See, that's the thing. You need to have competing products because, like, you really like Waze. I love Waze. Okay. Oh, it's, a, it's an amazing tool. I've used Waze, and a couple of things that I didn't like about it is how it kills your battery. So you got to keep it, it plugged in, yeah. and that's fine. Yeah. But I found, like, the notices that it gives you on what's going on yeah. annoying. Way too many. Oh, well, I found that if I didn't get a notice for something, I would have hit a two-by-four on the highway. So it's a good thing. because <laughs> um, it. Uh, so what, it, what I'm pointing out, though, is so with Honda, they've embraced Android Auto. And I can now, Waze, you can bring up Waze on your Android Auto app, and you can actually circumvent the Garmin and actually use Waze right on your screen, which is great. Other manufacturers, though, want you stuck in their ecosphere, like Lexus. Lexus is like, ah. Well, there's a lot of companies like that. I think that well, it's like Apple, the uh, the Google Plex, and you know the Apple Plex, and right. all these other Plexes. They all want the same thing. They want to build a wall around you, right? And lock all the doors and weld them shut so that you can't get out. So once you're into their product, right. you're done. Yeah. Well, you the know, great thing about there's many Amazon Plex. There's many <laughs> many car manufacturers that do use Android Auto, and there's also some sort of Apple Auto of some kind that's out there too. Well, Ford used to use uh, the Microsoft Sync. Oh, Sync. Yeah. And I've just uh, been notified that they're not going to be using them going forward, and they're not doing updates. So after I had my car for a year, 
Oh, no. I'm not getting updates. No technology anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It's obsolete after one freaking year. Come on. Give me a break. So I got a better story for you, Bob. So I was going to bring this up in the show. Uh, Turns out the New York City Police Department, there's some head of IT over there, some lady who picked Windows phones for 37,000 officers. (laughs) Now, Windows phone, nobody's using it. It just, and it's actually obsolete and dead. And uh, it was obsolete before, <laughs> before she bought it. <laughs> My point is, when you look at anything Microsoft, I'm not surprised what happened to you with Sync. Uh, I remember you even typing into your navigation how, how poorly that worked. Uh, so well, you probably it wasn't intuitive. It took me almost a year to figure out how to use it. Yeah, how to be, how to be gentle. No, because it was trying to predict what, what I was trying to put into it. Right. So it would put in what it thought I wanted. Right, not what you wanted. <laughs> so maybe what you'll find with your with your use as a Ford product, you could find that they're going to maybe offer you Android Auto. So they do an update, offer you Android Auto. Now you're running ways through your screen, and now you're happy again. I've seen other ones that they use. They're using the Sony solution. There's a there's a, 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 there's a tertiary option there's, here. Well, there's a Sony that's uh, on some of the same model cars as mine. I just looked through the window and saw that it was Sony and not whatever. And I don't know what they're really going with going forward. Yeah, but hopefully, they'll give you something. I mean, it's brand new. I know. I'm so uh, disappointed. I have to, I hate to say. It. Well, one of the things that disappointed me, and I could get by it, was when I got it and it was new. Of course, I was having a hard time finding the model I wanted. Right, right. Because I really wanted a hybrid. Right. And I love getting 49 miles to the gallon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, especially when the gap price of gas has gone up 30 cents in the last two weeks. Right. But the point is, is that it's got all of this uh, digital technology built in. Right. Okay. Yeah. But it's got an analog speedometer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And no heads-up display. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's funny what they do. I mean, these the, the manufacturers. I don't know. Well, this is the way we've always done it. <laughs> yeah, I understand. <laughs> well, hopefully they'll interface. Again, we, we all have our smartphones. Car manufacturers, we don't need to be in your ecosphere. Let us plug in our phones. They probably have more power than the systems you're building anyways. And that way we can just manage our vehicles with we our can own. We update it when we update our phones. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just the entertainment system on my wife's car, when I try to connect my phone to it, it has its own Wi-Fi in the car, so and that's great. But then I, when I, when the Wi-Fi comes on for my audio, my the sound system or the uh, to play the music and stuff, I lose cellular data because <laughs> it thinks I'm on Wi-Fi. This is a big mess. So, uh, but it's cool. Android Auto is cool, and it does give you the ability to avoid the issue you just had because between Google and Apple, I think we're always going to have those two companies for quite some time um, out there battling. Uh, for their for control of our hearts and minds. Let's step up for a quick break. We've got uh, Jim, Ted, Don, and Rob on the line. This is Computer Talk. We'll be here till 11. And we are back. We're here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. Well, the lines are all jammed up, and I do thank you for calling us on this beautiful Saturday morning. Let's go on to your calls. We're going to go to Jim in Brantford next. Hey, Jim. Hey, Jim, what's good up? Morning. Good morning. Yeah. Uh, I have a question about uh, three brand new laptops and uh, the setup. Okay. It's an HP Envy and uh, this new Vana uh, voice activation talks you through the whole procedure. And in setting up the first laptop, it asks for Outlook 
uh, email. So it said if you didn't have it, Outlook email, create one. So I did create one. Oh, wait a minute. So they actually steered you into Outlook.com? Yes. <laughs> so, so I'm, but here's the thing. On the other two, I, you know, I was a little more careful, and I noticed something way on the bottom that was, like, really discreet. I just name your computer and go into like that. Uh, just give it a, a password for the, just the computer, mm-hmm. and I was able to set those two up no problem. Yeah. So so now the frustration is that I set this email up for the first one and put the password in. And I wrote the password down right away. Yeah. And uh, perhaps when I was entering that password initially, I might have hit another key and didn't notice it oh boy are you locked out of your computer so i'm locked out of a brand new computer (laughs) Uh, i've called hp what'd they say support support, and it's been like a 24-hour ordeal already and uh (laughs) they're saying it's under out of warranty that i would have to pay like 99 dollars. it's brand new how's it out of warranty oh the issue (laughs) is not a warranty issue correct Okay, so it's like the car dealership saying, hey, buddy, you lost your key. That's not a warranty issue. The car works fine. Um, exactly. Oh, my gosh. I think if you call Microsoft. Yeah. Because basically what you did was you created a Microsoft account. Right. Right. So as long as you know the uh, email that you used, they can help you to reset the password. You may need a second computer to do that, but the point mm-hmm. is, is that once you reset that, because your computer was set up to log into Microsoft before you can log into the computer. Right. Right. And I did go through the procedure of uh, Microsoft online on another computer. Yeah. And answered all the questions. And uh, because that email has never been used, so yeah. there's no evidence of it being sent to any other email. So they're... They're giving me a hard time, Microsoft, saying uh, that for security reasons. But just to go back to the uh, HP part of the support, yeah, uh, they said finally they said they could set it back to factory settings. Oh, go ahead for no try- charge. So I'm not going to lose anything because there was nothing on there. Correct. Correct, sir. Go ahead and start over again. Okay. And Sounds and good. and set it up the way you had done the other two. And I'm okay. sorry you went through this. This issue, but and it's ridiculous. That's the year 2017, and you got locked out of your brand new vehicle. Technically, right. right. <laughs> I, I, do, I do have another question, if yeah. you don't mind. No. Uh, as far as uh, taking the laptop, we also bought a monitor, a big screen monitor. So, to if I set it on Mara and close the laptop, it will come up on the monitor. Correct. Uh-huh. On uh, on Mirror. Yes. Yes, that should work. Yeah. Okay, so now here's the other thing. If I have a smart TV, so if I want to take the laptop yeah. and extend it to the monitor. On the TV, you mean? Yeah. And then extend it to the TV also. So you have two monitor ports? Do you have two monitor ports on that laptop? Uh, well, it's all wirelessly. Can I do that? Um, if you have a, if you have an app, you, to well, no, they they make uh, wireless uh, 
things for, so that you can do the wireless and, and plug it into your smart TV. We have clients that have that, but that wouldn't be the solution I would recommend. I would recommend that you get a, dock, a USB docking station that works with, I'm assuming you have USB 3, and yep. then just plug that in and plug that in. There's extra uh, uh, video ports, either DisplayPort or HDMI, that will go out to your smart TV, and then you just unplug it when you want to take your laptop somewhere. Yeah, the wireless piece, I would think you'd need okay. some sort of interface. Well, they do. To... They sell a wireless. So that's, several people make them. Yeah. So we have clients yes, uh, that use those for their conference rooms. Right. Exactly. That's what I'm trying to do. I can get, I can get the, the laptop to to extend to the wireless TV, uh, wirelessly, but I because the monitor is not something that uh, has any wireless component in it. Um, I didn't know how to go from a laptop to extend to the monitor on my desk and then go to this wireless TV, which is in the conference room mm. be, uh, behind the conference table. So right. that's what I was kind of looking for, like a third. Well, I, th I think I have to fully understand that more. I'm not sure what you're trying to do. So let me uh, leave you. Can I put you on hold, Jim, to the uh, news again? Sure. Yeah, we'll see if we can get a better understanding of what he's trying to do there. We're going to be here to. Oh, I just dropped him. Uh, hopefully, he'll call back, Mike. I'm a dingling. Call back, uh, and we'll try to help you out. Ted, Don, and Rob, hang on. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.